Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. We're sponsored by Overcast. Overcast? An independent... <laughs> we can't do this can't accent. Do an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. <laughs> I can't do an accent for that long without laughing. Uh, no exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls. Just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free in the App Store. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Uh, secrets and privacy. Secrets sometimes make friends. And make babies. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's called riffing, Trin. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Hello, you. Hi. So, I have metalsmithing class number two tonight. Oh, how was number one? Did I not tell you about no. it? No. I made a ring, a copper ring that said LOLOLOL on it. <laughs> uh, because, uh, so basically you go in and, and it's like a four-hour class. And, and the late, and it's a lady. A lady's oh, teaching me how to metalsmith. a lady, metal lady metalsmith? Oh my gosh. Or a metalsmith? A lady me- metalsmith. The metalsmithette is the proper term. No, it's not. Never say that. So I walked in and I saw the teacher and she had on like this giant like blacksmithing apron that you see on dwarves in World of Warcraft. That's exactly what I was picturing. And she had uh, band-aids on her thumbs, which tell me that she's skilled, but she's still trying shit that she shouldn't be doing, which makes me respect her. That's incredible. So she's wearing all that and still people were like, so you're a student? (laughs) No, it was um, it was all women. The entire class is 100 percent non-men. That is both surprising and unsurprising. I'll tell you why. It's because women, when they're younger, are not allowed or welcomed into spaces like that, right? Oh, so Jen. they have to carve them out themselves. Yes, absolutely. Us? So let me let me even go a little bit further. So uh, we ran around the room and we we're explaining like, oh, uh, my name is this, and this is why I'm here. And I was like, my name is Trin, and I am here out of spite because um, I've had several men in my life who refused to teach me how to do things, and so I'm teaching my fucking self. And then I got a little round of applause. Hell yeah, and I hate that. I do too. I'm still mad that I, my dad's a retired carpenter, and I just learned how to use power tools this past weekend. When he was out of town. When he was out of town specifically you so to that I could them. use his tools. But so anyway, metalsmithing uh, is great. So I made the, uh, a ring that says LOLOL on it because you gotta, um, you, you make the metal real soft and then you mush it. And How do you, you make it soft? Fire? Yes, fire. Jen, the fire. So here's the thing. I greatly support the internal human instinct to be afraid of fire. I think that that's important. Not all of us are. However, <laughs> there is a dangerous lady in my class. Oh, so I love dangerous women. No, you don't. Not this one. Because so she's not dangerous because she's fun. She's dangerous because she's not listening. <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. That's my least favorite kind of danger. Listen to the teacher. So we've got literally a fucking torch in, in my hand. And she has one in her hand, too. We're doing anything. And she turns to me and she's like, can you hold this for a minute? And without even my answer, she just gives me her torch. So I'm holding two lit torches in my hand. And I called to her. I'm like, I think we should, you should just turn it off. And she left me with her torch lit in my hand for several minutes. And then you're stuck at that point. I was just stuck because I have, I have literal fire shooting out of both of my hands, you know? Oh, my 
God. So I turn it off and I put it down and she comes back and she's fucking angry at what? me. What? I know. Like, you gave me fire. You gave me literal fire had to fire. hold. I had double fire. I was double fisting fire. And she did not have any respect for that. But she, uh, yeah, she consistently, I, I, like I said, I've only been in the course once and she consistently kept doing really dangerous stuff. And I'm really worried. I was like, are you... I know, I know weed is legal. Are you like gently baked? What's happening here? Uh, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, please keep me posted because that when people don't follow the rules that that. Does, OK, I know I'm like Jen Dangerous. I'm like a huge Internet bad boy. Yeah, absolutely. But, but in a in a case like that, those rules are put in place for a reason. And I really believe in respecting your instructors. Yeah, especially if it's fire. Yeah, you know, this isn't ceramics fire. level one. Yeah, it's you know? not like one of those wine painting class. Classes. You can't, like the injuries that you get from like metal smithing, it's not the same as when you go into figure drawing level two. No, not really. No. I anyway. mean, you, you used you were holding two torches at one point. Oh, and then at the end of the class, I heard her go up to the uh, teacher and uh, express disappointment that we weren't working with gold. <laughs> yeah, that's actually like, how I end every single workday here. <laughs> ah, not another day of not gold. working with gold. Yeah, we work with um so we're only doing copper and then I think brass and then oh, maybe is that all? steel. Oh. Yeah. You got to work, you know, you got to get all, leveled all up. All that and no gold though. Mm, you got to go maybe get a refund. Like I said, it's just like World of Warcraft. Copper, iron, mithril, adamantite, you know. Mithril. Oh, make me some mithril armor. Oh my gosh, I will. Jen it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited to go back tonight. Uh, and uh, I, oh, you know what? I have my ring with me. Yeah, can I see it? I'll show you after class. Okay. I tried to make a ring that would fit my ring finger, and I did not do that. That it, seems like it would be hard. It fits my pinky finger almost. What about your feet? Toe ring? Oh, I could try that out. Yeah. Hey, Jen, bring the 90s back. You really know how to turn shit around. <laughs> Jen, how are you? How is your oh, weekend? Oh, I am doing actually pretty well today. I've definitely been spent the last week, maybe week and a half, having the grays. The grays. The grays. Yeah, the grays are similar to the blues, but they're not sadness. They're just like, blah. you know, the dishwater, the dishwater feeling of, of winter. It's like a little gray cloud over your head that just gets rid of all your motivation to do anything. So that's where I've been. And I'm actually coming out of it, I'm happy to say. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm interested in the things I was interested in two weeks ago again. Oh, Jen. I know. I'd pick up my my book. I'm reading a really scary book right now. Ooh. It says the back of the book says "Prepare to be terrified," <laughs> and my husband was like, "Why are you reading this? Like you're scared of everything." But uh, yeah, so I was like not even interested in my book for a couple of days. Wow, I Jen, know. I love I, book. I love book. You are number one book fan. I do enjoy a book from time to time. You do. Um, and last night I even read some more. I was like, oh, look, it's coming back around. Hey, good work. Thank you. Yeah, it was just one of those. It was pretty run-of-the-mill winter blues. You know what I mean? Do you think what? it was burnout? Um, yeah, I was probably. Definitely, I was burnt out this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think probably it was. I did, uh, now that I look back on it, I did have like a thing to do every single evening. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. We're editing a book right now. And also that. It's really that's, overwhelming. That, it, it, that's actually going pretty well. I wish all the other things would fall away so we could just do that. Jen is, so as you all know, we're writing our book and we're right now in edits. And I I like, I can't even grok what's happening on the page. It is very difficult for me. Editing is hard. Yeah. So I think writing the book is easy with two people, but editing the book with two people. Well, technically like four people because there's other people helping right. us with this. 
Oh my God. It's been very stressful. But like, I mean, like I can see it coming together. Jen's been doing amazing. And I've been kind of like uh, watching from the sidelines, trying to figure out like how to like jump in sort of thing. I mean, you're crushing it. And like, it's just, someone's got to have their hand on the wheel, you know? So I dove in and uh, it could have been you. It's just whoever dove in first has like the most. Oh man. It is. I am ste- trying to steer us through some some wild waters. It's really. It's a lot. People yeah. don't tell you how emotionally exhausting editing your own writing is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also. Uh. It can. There, it has its delightful moments too. I'll be it like, does. oh, that was nice. Turn that thing you wrote about the plants. Oh I, yeah, I added the it orchids. in today. The orchid. Oh, so good. There's um, a, there's some moments I'm really excited for people to read because I uh I think they're gonna resonate. I hope so. Well, so do we have any culture corner this week? Oh, pop culture corner. Let me think. Hold on. Did I, I guess en- that we're doing this now. Did I engage in any pop culture? Um, or were you too sad and gray? No, I engage in a lot of pop culture when I'm sad and gray. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I knew I was I was getting feeling a little depressed. I watched like 14 episodes of Scandal. Wow. Scandal. That's I, like from the early 2000s. It's Carrie, Carrie Washington. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That show is something else. Do like, you like it? I don't know. I do know that I've watched a lot of it. <laughs> I, I last night I was like, I guess I like this. I mean, only a, a nutso, only a whack job would keep watching this after so long. Do I like it? I don't know. I felt that way about Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot finally came through for me, though. Oh, good. So there's a reveal. I'm not going to say it, but there's a reveal near the end of season two that finally made the show worth it. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It oh, was that's so a good. big payoff. The show won like a Peabody Award, which is when that's pretty big deal. And I was like, this show sucks. Why is it? <laughs> why did it get a Peabody? Like, and I did. That. Right? Why didn't I get <laughs> Give one of me those. the fucking Peabody. But there was a really excellent reveal, and I still hate everything that they're doing with every woman character on that show. I don't think Elliot's likable at all. But the show is really interesting. Man, maybe that'll be my next pop culture corner. I can, I can, after the show, I can give you some minor spoilers that may help you make a decision. Oh, that's a good idea. I like minor spoilies. Yeah. And much like giving spoilers, secrets are something that you have to keep a tight handle on who you give them to and uh, when you hold them back. Especially a secret like this. This made me sad. Me too. But like, you know, let's, let's hit it. Let's hit it. Is it, whose turn is it? Um, I don't know, but I will say that I closed the document on accident. Do you want me to do it? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend that I'm very, very close with. I've known him since I was six. Let's call him Jared. See, the thing is, because I've known him for so long, but I also know his parents pretty well, and his parents and my parents are close. This is where the issue comes along. A little over a year ago, I told him that, hey, I'm actually going by they, them pronouns now and would ask for you to use them for me. However, I give you full permission to misgender me in front of your parents. I don't want them to know because I know how close they are with my parents and I don't want my parents to know. There is a high chance they tell my parents, which I honestly just don't want to deal with now. In reply, Jared says, sure, no worries. And I think nothing of it until one day I'm at his house and his parents come up to me and they're like, So we hear from Jared that you're going by they, them now, and we support you. You know, the whole boomer gender vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't. I haven't talked to boomers about gender, but good for you, Asker. I mean, sure, this was great to hear, but I was like, hey, I told Jared explicitly, please don't do this. I spoke to him about it, and he said, oh, he told them because it just came up. How does it just come up? What does that even mean? He says he's sorry, and he feels bad. This is where the long preamble ends, and the question begins. I recently have decided to change my name, and obviously I want him to know we are still very close, 
and being dead name sucks. But again, I really don't want this to get to my parents. I'm just not sure I can trust him. What do I do? Do I just deal with it until I tell everyone near my immediate family? Do I just trust him again and hope? Do I prepare my gender TED talk now <laughs> for when he eventually tells his parents? Or finally, do I sit in a corner and be sad? Yours truly, confused queer from Toronto, they, them. The role of somebody's parents, obviously, is they have a greater role in like a child's life, a teen, um, in your maybe young adult years when you're um, you know, still figuring out your, your adulthood. But if Jared's like a man in his 30s telling his mama on you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's not cool. Age does matter here. It really, really does. Age matters because it's just parents are the authority figure that you go to when you're confused or scared or worried um, when you're like young. So we are going to give Jared a little bit of leeway if he's young. If he's not young, I don't know that he should be trusted. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say I agree with that. I didn't start seeing my parents as people until I was like 23. Yeah, right. Uh, But I mean, we don't know Jared's age, but I turn. I like your idea of if this guy's in his 30s, that's that's just so unacceptable. Right, right, right. So, like, let's just clear that off the bat. That yeah. If this is a full-grown-ass adult... Oh, if they have their own insurance? Right. This person cannot be trusted if they have their own insurance. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's the only way I can think about this, trend. I can't grasp it any other way. Right. Like, it, it sounds like Jared... Jared the Younger, so in the, in, the, in the universe where he's an acceptable age to be confused about this, he got confused and he went to somebody who he thought he could, who could help him, which is his parents, which is the trusted person for him. Um, but it was wrong. Either way, it was wrong because you gave explicit instructions. Your boundaries were crossed. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, I'm so sorry to hear this because um, you gave explicit instructions of how to take care of you, how to keep you safe. How to keep your private information private. And Jared was like, yeah, got it. And then completely blew it 100%. And I am going to speculate a little bit why Jared did this, but it really doesn't matter. Really. Maybe it does to you. I don't know. Because no matter what, he did fuck up. Yeah. I mean, I think that the most understandable and forgivable reason is that he didn't know what to do. This was new for him. He's young. And he went to somebody he trusted, which is his parents. And I'm so glad that his parents are not bad. Yeah. I'm like. Man, that could have gone really south. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jared also maybe told his parents to bond with them. People tell secrets to bond all the time. Maybe he uh, took it to his parents to test them. Queer people do that a lot. Yeah. I do it all the time still. I mean, I, I'm old. And we're not, we're not saying that this is like a, an indication that Jared is queer. We're just saying that there are some reasons that are forgivable. Yeah. Unless he's 30. Unless he's 30. Yeah. Don't never forgive men in their 30s. <laughs> yeah. Jared doesn't get to choose who knows your private information. Yeah. That's only up to you. And you gave him all the tools to make the right decision. And then he still did it. Right. So according to the question, this pronouns thing happened about a year ago. And then now uh, we are changing our name, which is great. Congratulations. Let's talk about some indications that Jared has grown enough to be trusted. So, so the question on the line, Sharon, is can Jared be trusted to know your, your, new, your name? Right. Your new name? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about some clues that he's ready. How has Jared treated your gender and your pronouns since those conversations? Is he consistently using the right pronouns? Is he weird about stuff? Does he ignore or they kind of skirt around conversations about gender? Um, if he's bad at your pronouns and continually shuts down conversation about this, he's not ready and he's going to go to his parents again. Yeah. 
Um, let's see, what else? He better respect the hell out of you and apologize more than once. Yeah, I mean, does he grok fully how serious his error was? I hope so. I hope that they ask her, and this may be something that, you know, we can't deal with because it happened in the past, but I hope that in the past, Jared made clear that he understood the seriousness of this. And if that has not been made clear, I think you might want to ask him. Like, yeah. do you get it? Do you get how big of a deal that was? Yeah. I mean, you can brush the topic like, hey, I need to bring up something that happened a year ago. It's pretty important. It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's important to me and it'll take 10 minutes. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Has he kept other information private? Did he really explain why he told his parents? Because here's the thing, it doesn't just come up. No, that's weird. That's a lie. So that's the second part of Jared that makes me a little bit worried um, and, and makes me hope that he's younger, honestly. And hope that he's grown in a year. And, and I'm sure that he has. I hope that he's grown in specifically this way. Because the, a conversation about somebody else's pronouns, especially a conversation that you explicitly said, please do not have this conversation, that does not just come up naturally. Uh, so Jared lied a second time, which is when he said that the conversation about your gender just came up. He needs to give you a real explanation for how this occurred. He needs to tell you really how he was feeling and what caused him to do this or he cannot be trusted. Yeah. I mean, does Jared uh, keep your other information private? Is Jared often telling you the secrets of other people? Yeah. And I know that you two are very close and maybe he's telling secrets about people he's not as close to. But that's still an indication, you know. Like, does he lie about little things? Because if he lies about little things, he can lie about big things like this again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it sucks because it sounds like Jared is your biggest support. It sounds like you're worried about coming out to your family who, especially if you're young, that's a really big deal. I'm sorry that your designated support is not doing a great job right now. Yeah. I mean, based on what you told, told us, it sounds like Jared has his heart in the right place and just majorly fucked up. But it's hard for me to really say because this is so important. You right. know, I mean, people fuck up and tell secrets all the time, but this is a matter of like personal safety and outing you. Yeah. And that's really unacceptable. And um, I, I think people often tell like their partners or their family members, like their parents, a secret that they were told because they think it's telling it into a vault. Oh, I can get this off my chest if I call my mom and tell her about what my coworker said because they will never meet. That is not the case here. Right. That is explicitly not the case. Yeah. I just um, I'm trying to figure out a way like a situation in which you would trust Jared because I, I don't know that I would. I mean, look at the evidence here, Trin. Yeah, we are like we're we're trying pretty hard to come up with reasons to, to trust Jared because they might exist. No, totally. But we did make a list ourselves. Mm -hmm. The asker did not list them. Oh, fucking Jared. I'm so annoyed. It's just kind of like, um, Jen, I think you're right. I think it's a matter of he wasn't thinking. Jared was thinking about how he feels having this information to himself. Exactly. And not about your reality of being a non-binary person in a world that is still quite hostile to that. Yeah, absolutely. And like he like short circuited. He just stopped thinking. He knew he maybe he thought his parents would be cool about it. And he thought, well, that's enough. No, that's not. That's the world is so much more complicated than that. So what would it look like if the asker says, OK, you know what? You are right. Jared was young at the time. Jared has respected me since then. He doesn't gossip. It seems like uh, this really was a matter of he was looking for an authority to talk this over with. And it turned out it was his parents. He apologized more than once. He's explained why he went to his parents with this. If all those things are true, then what does the conversation look like from there when you talk to Jared about your new name? 
I mean, I think it's a Jared, look me right in the fucking eye and you tell me that you are not going to tell anybody, especially your parents. I need you to promise me you will not tell your parents no matter what. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I hate that it has to come to this because yeah. isn't that I am so sorry. I It sucks because uh, my instinct is if you have to give a huge preamble to him <laughs> yeah. to explain why he shouldn't tell a secret as intensely personal as as this, then you shouldn't tell him. Yeah. It is totally okay to put Jared on an information diet and don't feel bad about that. Yeah. You can still love him and be his friend and let him support you in other ways if if he is supporting you in other ways, and I hope he is. But you can also not share this with him. It does really hurt sometimes to put people who are close to you on an information diet because you want them to be a safe space for you. But you want is... them to know you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and I really, it it hurts to be like, yeah, I don't, I want him to stop dead naming me. So I want to tell him that my chosen name, like I get that entirely, but he's a leaky pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Man, loose lips, sink ships, and friendships. <laughs> Let's also talk about like what this would look like if you told Jared and it did come out, you know? <sighs> yeah. I don't I mean, want to. I but... mean, either. Do you, I mean, according to the asker, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But his parents, Jared's parents were cool about the pronouns, which Mm -hmm. is great. I I wonder how it would come out. Is there a scenario where Jared's parents do know your your name, your new name, and you can say to them, please don't share this outside the home? Is there a way? I mean, that's so much work for you. I I also Can Jared do that? So the other thing is that I assume that Jared's parents have more allegiance to the Asker's parents than they do to the Asker. Oh, Especially yeah. if the asker is young. Oh, boomers fuck this up all the time. Yeah, that's the thing about boomers is that like uh, they feel like they got a tattle on you for your own safety. Yeah, they got boomer brain. I don't understand it. Um, yeah, uh, I hate this. I hate <laughs> this too. Um, and one of your questions was, is it okay if I sit in the corner and be sad? And the answer to that is yes. Absolutely. We yes. want you to overcome this because you will. And put your trust in other people because there will be people in your life that have earned your trust. But if you need a moment, perhaps a week or so, to just be sad, yeah, yeah, feel it, feel it. And maybe even consider being angry. You know, <laughs> I'm angry. Like, I don't know if you can tell, but we're a little mad at Jared. I feel like people generally feel sad when a hurt is occurring and angry after the hurt is done happening. If you haven't been angry about this yet, you might not be ready to talk to him about this. Like, have you forgiven him? Do you feel comfortable with him? Like, how do you feel about Jared right now? Yeah, that's probably the headline that we didn't get to till now, Trin. I think you're onto something. How do you feel about Jared? Right. And don't don't worry first couple minutes how Jared feels. Mm-hmm. Or uh, don't worry about like how close you've been since you were six. Worry about the right now. Is Jared supportive? Do you love him? Man, you might just need some more queer friends. Definitely you do. Because like I... Everyone does. <laughs> Who doesn't? Nobody should have an all-cis friend group. It's a terrible fate for anybody. Truly. Um, but I, I, I don't know what your resources are like because, again, we don't know ex- the exact situation here. But uh, this reads to me that Jared is the asker's support, that Jared is the closest person to them, the person that they trust the most. And they don't want to be dead named anymore. So they want to give Jared this information because of the end game of I don't have the, the pain of being dead named. But there's that danger with a good thing that can come with it. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to tell you when it's worth it. Yeah, truly. We don't know a lot about your parents either. 
your parents might be perfectly nice people, but I don't like them right now (laughs) because I would rather them be supportive and vocal enough that you could have gone to them first. The problem is them. I wish better people on your life. Yeah, me too. And uh, just so this isn't totally depressing, you will find them. Oh, yeah. And they will find you. For sure. This is a special difficulty you're going through right now. You will get the tools to handle it as you grow. I really like leaning into the explanation of the Asker and Jared are young because it's the only thing that makes sense to me, first of all. Just like going, like tattling on somebody because it just feels like tattling. It just feels like, Mom, Dad, yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's no world in which I would find myself doing what Jared did at the age I'm at right now. 14, 15, 16, 17, 22, 23. I can kind of see it. <laughs> you know, uh, I could kind of see me uh, not quite grokking this thing. And it also depends on the relationship between Jared and his parents, too. You know, like I can't see me talking to my parents about this even like yesterday. No, you know? no, 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 no. Just because this is, yeah. infor- uh, we have information diets, too. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I want I really want you to experience both the comfort of having somebody close to you who knows your name and pronouns and also like the the reduction of pain in having those things being known. But I don't know. Jared needs to respect your autonomy about your information first. He needs to respect the fact that you get to choose who knows shit. And it's not like, you know, the divine authority of his parents. You know? Yeah, no, God, they're just people. Yeah, yeah. They don't get divine authority. They don't get to know everything. They don't have a say in any of this. Right. Really. And I'm glad they respect your pronouns and they, they said they support you. That's lovely. But they are not the decision makers here. They don't get to impart the information. That's only you. Yeah. I wonder, this is just like behind the scenes because I don't think this is something the asker could know. I wonder how the parents have been dealing with this since, you know? Like if they've continually using the correct pronouns for you, I think that's pretty great. You me know? too. Um, which makes me trust them more as a secondary person for Jared. Yeah, it sounds like they are kind to you. And I'm glad you have adults in your life that use your pronouns. Yeah. If you feel, and this might be some alternate reality that doesn't exist, but it's potential. If you potentially trust all of them, maybe this is a sit down with Jared and his parents and be like, hey, last year I told you they, them, this is my new name. I wanted to sit you all down here because I want it to be like all of us do this. I understand that this will be very difficult for you to keep from my parents, but I'm personally not ready for this yet. And I would love it if you could respect me and use my pronouns and name with me. You know, maybe that's a possibility. Yeah, I love that possibility. I hope it's true. I hope it's true, too. I don't hope, think it is. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I hope I'm that kind of parent someday. Yeah, me that too, other, Not just to my own kids, but to their friends. Some boomers aren't terrible. You know, there's a trio of white women boomers that are just holding me together, which is uh, the pharmacist at Walgreens, my therapist, and my drug dealer. <laughs> that has got a squad. I've got a squad. You ladies are keeping me together. Man, that's so true. It's like, you know that picture of like all the hands holding? <laughs> yeah. That's me with like old white women boomers. They're not all bad. They're not. You They're, can't they, assume they are. They can be taught. They can be taught. <laughs> They've been known to learn. One other thought I just had was, I'm glad you wrote to us because that makes me think you're using the internet to Google these things. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that can be a real cesspool. Like oh, yeah. don't, you know, don't read the comments because you deserve better. But there are communities out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Find, go find some like-minded people who have, who have gone through this. It may be, and, um, you know, I, this is me kind of imprinting on you or whatever, but 
You know, one thing that was really helpful for me um, in my identity was when this is the third World of Warcraft reference. I went by my chosen name on World of Warcraft for years and years and years, you know, and that really, really, really helped me. And like, uh, I... I encourage you to look for a community, whether it's online or in real life, of queer people. Uh, because Jared's pulling some real cis moves here. <laughs> That's exactly it. You know, and like, and it, and I know we've been shitting on Jared this whole time. He's there's a reason you're keeping him in your life. You love him for one reason or another, and I'm sure it's not just a shared history. But this could be new territory for Jared too. And uh, I, I really wish that he would do. The research that he needs to do to love you correctly sort of thing. Yeah, because you have and you gave him the instructions. Yeah. He gave you the you gave him like a little printout. Yeah. Like, here's how you respect me. And he was like, I read it, but he didn't read it. <laughs> he's like, oh, he hey, just scrolled to yeah. the bottom and did the check mark and said, accept. I read all the terms. But he's like, email me the terms and conditions. I'll read them later. Yeah, I'll definitely read them later. Um, he did not read them later. No matter what happens, if you do have this conversation with Jared, if you do decide to give him your name. Um, I think you need to hammer home that this is your information, your choice. And it's a man, I don't know how best to say this, but when you give something like that, that piece of information to somebody, that's a gift. You're like, Jared, I love you enough that I want you to love me the way I am. And this is who I am. But I need you to also respect what I'm doing with information about myself. Yeah. The exchange of information here is just so important. It's so private. And Trin, when you said hammer home, all I could think of Use an actual hammer if you have to. A gavel. <laughs> Turn will make one for you. Put Jared on the line. Can we talk to Jared? Can we talk to Jared real quick? Because I have so many questions. And honestly, if Jared is a lovely, supportive person but fucked up a year ago. Right. I mean, we can we can work with that. Let's talk to that Jared. Yeah. Okay, so the Jared that we're talking to, don't put him on the line if it's not this Jared. This yeah, is the, our favorite this Jared. This is specific Jared we're speaking with. So Jared is young. Hey, buddy. Jared loves his parents, his mama and his dad. Jared loves his best friend. But Jared is new to the internet. Jared is new to the world. Jared has a bunch of cis bullshit in, in his head that he's been trained into. And, uh, and it sucks, but this is going to be his call to wake up and get rid of it. That's yeah. the Jared we're talking to. Yeah, Jared, you can do this. You fucked up a year ago, and you know it, and you apologize deeply. Yeah. And it's not going to happen again. Jared, we're not. Uh, listen, Jared, uh, you know, we're giving you a lot of uh, benefit of the doubt here because you're you're a young lad and uh, and we give you room to fuck up. You've got the benefit of youth on your side. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Because I don't know if you knew this, but Jen and I are very powerful on the Internet and we will find you and do nothing to you because that would be harassing. But we'll youth. think. But we'll think we'll really, think about really you hard. in a mean way. Yeah, you don't want that. There'll be two women from the Internet who are angry at you. Is that really what you Is want? Is that what you want? You don't want that. Jared, you need to trust yourself. Trust yourself to not need the opinions of your parents to do the right thing. And the right thing is to listen to your friend. Listen to your friend. Listen to your friend. Man, Jared, you're so lucky that you've got this cool friend yeah. who gave you very important information about themselves. Yes. Don't squander that. That Jared, is something to be cherished. It's time for you to get on Tumblr. It's time for you to get on Tumblr and to subscribe to the non-binary tag, uh, non-binary positivity, and just inundate yourself with norm of this being normal learn go google some stuff um because uh you know you didn't do so great before but you can do better now and next time someone wants to give you a secret you can say oh don't tell me anything i can't tell my parents yeah honestly yeah that is called opting out and it's very responsible 
I have a friend who um, self-proclaimed says she's not good at keeping secrets. And before you tell her anything, she goes, just so you know, I am going to tell my mom. And her mom <laughs> doesn't live in the United States and doesn't speak English. So she knows so much about all of us. But she's a perfect vault. Perfect vault. We'll never interact. I mean, I hope to interact because she seems like a lovely, exciting person who knows way too much about me. Totally. But that's unlikely. Right. She can do very little damage with the information that she has. Yeah. But uh, That'd be exciting if she tried. I'm really happy for your friend to have such a wonderful relationship with her mother that she could tell all this stuff to. But that's a really good example of being close to your parents and having them be your secrets vault sort of thing. But but it works. It works. Right now, really, this doesn't work. There are very few vaults. In, uh, there's definitely no vaults in this situation. No. Um, you already fucked that up. Um, not you. Jared already fucked that up. But a vault might be your dog. <laughs> yeah. Another friend. I, no matter what, I, I really, again, I know we said this earlier, but please see community of, of queer people just in general. Yeah, absolutely. Jared, I think, I have a lot of faith in Jared to come around. I really do. Um, especially because his parents seem to kick ass, you know? That's a good point. You know, like, I just don't think that Jared could come from a parents who are like, they, them pronouns? Fuck yeah, I'm all over it. I'm a boomer, but like, look at me go. It's hard for me to imagine a Zoomer coming out of that union sucking. I know, at least not for very long. Right. I, I, I genuinely think that he just looks to them for support and he loves you and wants to make sure that he's doing the right things. And so he went right to his parents. So, so what's the question? The question really is, should I trust him again, right? I think we've given you enough questions to ask yourself to determine that for yourself. So whether or not he really has apologized well enough, whether he's explained himself well enough, whether or not he's using your pronouns regularly, whether he's keeping other secrets, um, just keep all these things in mind. And also keep in mind, he could still fuck up again. Yeah, absolutely. That's always true, unfortunately. And if he outs you and if that causes a kerfuffle, that is not a fault of who you are as a person. Who you are is wonderful. Your pronouns are perfect for who you are, even if you change them again in the future. Your name is perfect for who you are, even if you change it again in the future or go back. I don't give a shit. You're doing great. <laughs> uh, if things go poorly, it is not the fault of you for loving and trusting your dearest friend since being six years old. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could we ever fault? How could you ever be at fault for that? Right. And uh, wish you all the love in the world yeah. as you work through your identity here because you seem fantastic. And what a great thing to, to, to know yourself. Yeah. So really what you asked was, what do I do? Do I just deal with it until I tell everyone near my immediate family? Um, you could do that. You could tell Jared last. <laughs> Absolutely. God, I mean, what, you couldn't blame you. Yeah. Look I, at his I, track record. Not great. He does deserve to be the last to know, yeah. you know. But I think that if you decide to give him the gift of like, hey, I'm giving you this information that's really, really important to me. I need you to like really grok the significance of this. You know, I think maybe hammering that home is a good idea. Maybe he's not the first person you tell. Maybe he's more like the seventh. Yeah. I mean, right. my mental picture right now is when you like send an email to a group and you like forget to CC someone. So then the next day you forward it to them. Yeah. That can be you with your name. <laughs> One thing I love about the question, okay, so the, they ask, do I just trust him again and hope, do I prepare my gender TED talk for when he eventually tells his parents? If he tells his parents, Jared is required to give the gender TED talk, Jared needs to clear this up, it is not on your ass. 
The only thing you need to prepare is how you are personally going to cope and what you need to do and who you can lean on and how you'll make yourself feel better. We're not going to worry about the work. That falls to good old Jared. Yeah. (laughs) I want to give you permission to tell people to Google shit. If these parents don't understand, parents don't understand. Parents just don't understand. Homework sucks. Uh, But they should do their homework. They can do the homework. You know, like it's not it's not wild for you to say, hey, 40 year olds, 50 year olds who are existing in this world, uh, you know, non-binary people and trans people. And, you know, we exist. And in order for you to safely not hurt anybody, you should look up what this means. You know, Uh, I am not an academic resource, so I'm going to have point you to go find one and then we can talk one on one. Absolutely. Then we're not going to talk one on one. You're going to do all the research on your own, however you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know that that's kind of a big thing to say to somebody's parents, somebody else's parents. If you can have the strength within yourself to say, like, actually, this was not a conversation that I wanted Jerry to have with you. And it makes me uncomfortable that this information is out. I don't want to talk about it right now, but there's a lot on the Internet. I'm sure you can Google it up. Let's talk about this another time after That's you've already so good. Practice that. Man, my most used phrase when I was a teenager was, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But you can say why. And the reason I don't want to talk about it is... This was private between me and Jared, and I feel betrayed that it's more the more people are in on this information than I wanted. I wasn't ready to come out to everybody. I was really only ready to come out to Jared, and therefore I am opting out of this conversation. Yeah, how, whatever tone you want to use is fine. Totally. I would say, repeat the phrase as necessary. Say, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to discuss it. It's not up for discussion. Or like, or, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about it right now. Direct your questions to Jared. <laughs> Direct your, Jared is going to be your gender ambassador. <laughs> oh, God. That's the least Jared could do it. Yeah. Point. Anyway, has this been friendshiping with Jen and Trin? I think it has been. Yeah. All right. If you'd like to send us a question, you can at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Jen Dangerous, Trinitonic, do friendship. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy, for making the studio work. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. Thank you to Monica Verma, our agent. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our theme song. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. Are we done? Oh. Is there anything else you want to cover? Oh, I thought you meant your burp. No. I was like, oh, God, I hope so. I did burp a little bit, yes. <laughs> I'm constantly burping because I, every day, noodles and LaCroix.